because, you know, you're saying women get in, it's that simple. Um, you know, it was, it seemed simple and all they had to do was win last week and they would have been in too. Um, but they didn't and they won't this week either. Um, they're going to lose to the Steelers on Sunday and they're going to miss the playoffs. Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. All right, guys. Are the Rams toast now that Goff isn't playing against the Cardinals and Cooper Cup isn't playing now because of COVID? So... I mean, I know Arizona has some issues as well. Kyler Murray isn't 100%, but he is playing. And I don't see the Rams getting a win against Arizona now. So, I mean, I feel like the Rams will be the team on the outside and Arizona will make the playoffs. What do you think about it? Uh, the Rams are fucked. Yeah. They're done. The Rams are done. Uh, they're not going to win. Uh, John Wolford, you know, seems like a nice guy. But uh, this is his NFL debut, and it's in a uh, kind of a do-or-die playoff game. Now, the Rams can still get into the – well, the Rams actually will. I'm calling it right now. The Rams are going to lose. Okay. So the Cardinals are going to get in. But the Rams are still going to get in because the Packers are going to beat the Bears. Okay. So the only way the Rams don't get in is if they lose to the Cardinals and the Bears beat the Packers. But I don't see the Bears beating the Packers because the Packers still have home field to play for, and they want to uh, get every, make everybody have to go to Lambeau. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, for this game, give me the give me the Cardinals. Uh, not just because uh, the Rams don't have John uh, or they don't have uh, Jared Goff and they don't have Cooper Cup, but uh, I I uh, I don't know. I think all year to me it seemed as though Seattle is the best in that division. And then there was the Cardinals and the Rams. The Cardinals are just slightly better. I know they had they took the Hail Mary to uh, beat the Bills, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think the Rams are going to, especially without Jared Goff. I just don't think they beat the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals belong in the playoffs. They made some strides. Uh, the Rams, I guess, belong in the playoffs too. The Bears probably don't belong. Uh, we'll see what happens, but. Uh, yeah, I'm saying the Rams lose this game, but they still make the playoffs. You still think they make? Okay. Dale, what do you think about it? Yeah, I think like with a lot of things that we've talked about in recent weeks, it kind of depends on what toast means. Uh, I agree with, I think, both of you that they're not winning this game this weekend. It's not going to happen. Um, but on the other hand, then, too, really, there's there's eight teams for seven spots in the NFC if we ignore the fact that certain teams are still eligible from the NFC East. So mm-hmm. if we remove that part of it, it's it's eight teams for seven spots. Yeah. And the Cardinals are one of those teams that the Cardinals and Bears are a game back of the Rams tied right now. So I think the Cardinals do win that, and then they, they move into the playoff position. But again, as, as Eric kind of alluded to, the Bears have the Packers, and a Packers team that should still be playing – for that playoff positioning so they get that number one overall seed. Yeah. So there's no reason to think that they're not going to play. And that's and that's a Packers that's a Packers team that smoked the Bears and were up forty one to ten through three quarters six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't see any reason to think that they're that they're going to knock off the Packers. So that does still put the Rams into the playoffs. Now, what it does do is it closes the door on them uh, getting into the five spot. If Tampa lost and the Rams won because of the head-to-head, the Rams could still uh, get the five spot and play the NFC East champ mm-hmm. in the first round. That's gone now. And uh, realistically, whether they win or lose this weekend is just going to make the difference between whether they play presumably the Saints or the Seahawks in the first round. Okay. Um, now, at that point, uh, Goff potentially is back. So uh, it all depends on what toast means. Does it mean that they get the five spot in the in the conference and make the playoffs and win this weekend? Uh, no. Uh, does it mean they're officially done for the year? No. Uh, I don't think him, I don't think Goff playing is the difference between them beating um, anyone in the NFC playoffs that isn't Washington or Dallas, or I guess technically the Giants. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think it has that much of an impact. It's just a matter of who's going to what city. Yeah. I just also think that like, even if, all right, so even if they get in and Chicago loses, which I mean, obviously in theory, I think Chicago is going to lose to Green Bay, but you know, like we said, any given Sunday, you don't know. But if they do get in the playoffs, the Rams, I don't see them making a lot of noise, you know, because even if Jared Goff is back, I mean, how back is he? You know, is he 50% back? He's not going to be 100%. And we've talked all year that basically we, we all felt that there was, um, there were three teams in the NFC that were cut above everyone else. Mm hmm. Then there was maybe the Tampa Bay Bucks in in kind of a middle ground, and then there were the other teams that were going to make the NFC playoffs. Yeah. So, and I don't think this really changes any of that thinking. Yeah, me either. All right, guys, we're talking about the Browns. Are you ready for it? Win and get in. It's that simple. Right? Is it that simple, though? I mean, technically, it's not the only way they get in. We discussed it that, you know, the Colts can lose, the Titans can lose, they still get in. But, you know, the Browns, if they want to just win, it's probably the best way to get in. You know, they shouldn't get cute. They need to run the ball, use Chubb, use Hunt. You know, we talked about it. What do you guys think? Win and get in? Uh, Yeah. Um, I think the Browns are going to win this game. And I think they're going to do it relatively easily. I know it sounds awfully cocky, but they're going to have a bunch of guys back from injury and from COVID. The Steelers are not going to play all their starters. Mm-hmm. And this is a game that I thought the Browns matched up well against their starters anyway. So, hey, it's the allies there. Uh, all the motivations there. The Browns are raising the place for the Steelers have nothing. This is it. This is, uh, this is the game. And I think they get it done. All right, it, it stops the playoff drought if they get in. So, Browns Nation will be happy. Because when was the last time they made the playoffs? Two thousand two. Two. Okay. So a long time. Dale, what do you think about it? Are you as optimistic as Eric? Well, let me just start by saying that the alternate route, where a, you know it's a combination of Tennessee and Indianapolis losing to Jacksonville and Houston, isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, I mean, while there's technically another route, uh, I, I think if we realistically look at it, there isn't. It, it's, it's, they need to win to get in, and if they lose, they're not going to get in. Um, that, that's basically what you're looking at here. Um, now you might've thought, you know, we were talking earlier about the ballers in the bus and Eric thought I was going to go a direction that I didn't go in. Um, but that doesn't mean I didn't have thoughts on that game last weekend. Uh, I just kind of left it for this section. Um, because, you know, you're saying win and get in. It's that simple. Um, you know, it was, it seemed simple and all they had to do was win last week and they would have been in too. Um, but they didn't and they won't this week either. Um, they're going to lose to the Steelers on Sunday and they're going to miss the playoffs. Um, they're not, this team is not going to win any significant games. Um, more often than not because they have Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. You had arguably the worst team in the league last week, 25th ranked defense. Now their run defense, uh, was 10th. So not as bad against the run, but 25th ranked defense in the league. And they looked absolutely lost for an entire half and then, then some a little bit into the second half. Then they made their way back and their quarterback choked entirely on the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, he continued his streak of being careless with the football and costing his team games. Yeah. You know, and then afterwards he said, I failed. You know, of course you did, Baker. I mean, th- that's what you are, a failure. You're a failure as a number one overall pick. You're a failure as a starting quarterback. You're a failure as a leader. You're a failure under pressure. You're a failure at getting your team to the playoffs. You know, until Baker actually does something in a game that matters, he should probably shut up because, you know, no one cares about what he says anymore. It's just the same old thing over and over and over again. He shows up in a game. They put up a fight. He turns the ball over in a stupid way when it matters. He he throws a terrible pick. He fumbles. He does something every single time that is crucial and critical and factors into the Browns losing games. So you say, okay, they were missing their wide receivers group. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. So then they respond to that by throwing the ball 53 times, as you mentioned. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt had 15 carries combined. Yeah, stupid. Kareem Hunt had one more total carry than Baker did. Okay? So you say, oh, well, you know, the Jets knew that they didn't have their wide receivers, and they just loaded the box and stopped the run the whole game. Because that's the strength of Cleveland's offense, right? Even though Wyatt Teller and Jedrick Willis were out of the game. So you think that's what they do. Um, but, you know, the Jets were without Quinn and Williams. Just going to mention that. And according to... To NFL Next Gen Stats, the Browns didn't run into the box where they where the Jets had more defenders than the Browns had blockers on a single play last week. Just to go over that again, the Browns didn't. Now they only ran uh, they only ran eighteen times, but on none of those eighteen carries did the Jets have more defenders in the box than the Browns had blockers. Yeah. They were the only team in the entire league to have that last week. And they still couldn't run the ball. Yeah. They still couldn't do what they did best against the, one of the worst teams, if not the worst, in the entire league. So they didn't really load the box. They just played better. And they didn't use players being out as an excuse, a reason to just 
go out there and lose and then explain it away. You know, they, they might be bad, but at least they're not chokers. Um, you know, and May, again, Mayfield threw 53 times. He was inaccurate again, mm-hmm. despite all that we heard before the, before he was picked first overall, you know, oh yeah, he's short, but he moves around in the pocket and he's really accurate. We hear about how accurate he is all the time. He was 28 of 53. You know, they're going against the Steelers team that's sitting some starters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that, does that make the Steelers team worse than the jet team to the Jets team last week that kicked Cleveland's ass for a, for a half and then part of another quarter? No. Why should we expect to see anything different from a Cleveland team and expect them to beat a division rival who they have difficulty being even when there aren't playoff implications hanging over them? What makes us think that adding additional pressure is going to make, is going to make any difference and make it more likely for this group of losers to do what they haven't done for 18 years and to do what they couldn't do last week when everything was set up for them to do it? They're not going to. That's why they're going to be watching the playoffs sitting on their ass at home. So you don't think they're winning? No. No. Eric, you're the other Browns fan. I'm going to let you slide in. Dude, they're playing against Mason Rudolph, okay? Mason Rudolph is trash. He's terrible. Okay, Sam Donald's a much better quarterback than Mason Rudolph. I'll I'll just throw out two things. Um, One, the Browns have had to shut down practice already once this week for COVID mm-hmm. concerns. So there's a possibility that they, there may be players that they play without this weekend. Who knows who those will be, but just throwing that out there that they're still dealing with that. And also technically, also technically if, if Vegas is setting a line, it doesn't necessarily think that they, that that team will win. They think that that line will invite the most action. Okay. Okay. Well, regardless, and the the player that you're the player that starts the uh, facility to be closed today was Carl Joseph. So the Browns could be without Sandejo and Joseph, but they are getting Ronnie Harrison back, who is better than both of them. So. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm course. just saying for more. I'm just saying more for the possibility that you could end up having other guys later this week that that come back positive. Not saying it's going oh, yeah. to happen, but the possibility is there. So we may have a situation that changes between now and and Sunday as well. Just well, just like we did last Sunday, and you know, if it happens, it happens. The Browns still won ten games. They found it looks like they found their coach. Um, I think a lot a lot of people are pretty high on Baker Mayfield. I know you're not one of them. I've been kind of back and forth on him this year. I think he's the best option going forward for at least the next year or two. All right, but so they're winning. They're winning. They're, they're making the playoffs. So they're making the playoffs. Okay, they'll finish. Shannon, who do you, all right, Shannon, eternal Steelers optimist. You think the Steelers are going to beat the Browns without Big Ben playing? Um, it depends who's sitting. To be honest with you, like I, in my head, I think I kind of know who's not going to play. They're not going to play Watt. They're not going to play Hayward. They're not going to play Pouncey. They're not going to play Ben. They're probably not going to play Juju. They probably won't play Connor. Uh, Hayden might not play. You know, I, I don't see a lot of players playing. So in my head, I'm thinking all those guys are out. The Browns are winning. You know, 
I don't know what Tomlin's plan is. He says he's thinking about resting other players. I'm sure we'll find out in the next few days who the players are, but I don't foresee Mason Rudolph beating Baker Mayfield. Now, I guess it could happen. It would be odd if it happened. I I mean, like I said, I saw it was a 73% chance the Browns make the playoffs now when they, Mason Rudolph was announced that he was playing over Ben. So I think everybody's pretty like, okay, Steelers, there's no way they're winning without Ben. But I, I don't know. You never know, I guess. I mean, do I want to say the odds are in their favor? Absolutely. But, you know, I do get worried about Baker's ball handling. He needs to hold on to the football. I don't, I don't know if it is what Dale said, if he's choking, if it's nerves, but – he needs to hold on to the football to win. You know, they they cause a bunch of turnovers and they go down for some reason because he's fumbling on, you know, the 10 or fumbling on the one, you know, it could get out of control. So he needs to take care of business. He needs to hold on to the ball and he needs to win the game to prove to Browns fans who are skeptical of him that he can win, you know? Did that make sense there? No, I I, I agree. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of the ball control issues were caused by a uh, lack of performance by the backups of the offensive line and the inability for receivers to get open, which caused Baker to uh, hold on to the ball longer than he should have mm-hmm. and face uh, pressure that he wouldn't normally face. Up until recently, the Browns had one of the best uh, offensive lines in terms of not allowing pressures or sacks. Um, but then the Jets were chasing all over the field. That's just a sign of what happens when you're missing Jagger Quills and uh, Wyatt Teller. And you don't have those safety nets to throw to you like Rashad Higgins and uh, Travis Landry. Um, especially Higgins, who's kind of Mayfield's security blanket. Yeah. He always seems to know where to get on the field to give Mayfield a chance to uh, find him and make a play. Yeah, they have really and good I chemistry. You, yeah, I think there's a, a lot he said about that and I, I believe that if he's back that that will give the Browns the added advantage I'm still concerned about Garrett he's looked uh, noticeably different since he came back from COVID and you know I, I hope that there are no long term effects but yeah. um, he, he's definitely looked like he's still struggling um, you know with his stamina and catching his breath um, you know that's that's the, he's still he's still strong enough and fast enough that he can still make an impact, but um, they need all they can get out of him. And if he's even a little bit less, that that sucks. Um, and then he, that's even putting aside that hopefully, just for his health's sake, uh, I hope he doesn't have any you know lingering effects from COVID. Yeah, hopefully he heals up and you know he feels better. It's sad. All right, so our last our last topic. Who do you guys think will finish one in the NFC? You know, will it be Green Bay? Will it be the Saints? Will it be Seattle? I'm still thinking it's Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers is playing so well. I think that he is probably at this point possibly going to get MVP. But I think Green Bay holds on to the one seed. I don't don't think Chicago can 
beat them. And if they do, I mean, kudos to them. But do you guys think Green Bay holds on to that one seed? Or do you think Seattle or the Saints get it? Green Bay, easily. Green Bay beats Chicago. They're still a game up. They uh, hold on to it and the playoffs go through Lambeau. But to me, it's a done deal. I don't see Chicago Bears going to Lambeau and beating Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, stranger things have happened, but I don't think it's happening this week. I, I like the Packers against the Bears, and I like them to hold on to the one seed. And, uh, and my Super Bowl prediction, because if you remember, I believe my Super Bowl prediction was the Saints and the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Well, uh, it could definitely happen. Um, but this thing you're gonna have to have the Saints. The Saints may have to go to Lambo, which would be very interesting. Uh, well, we'll see. I, uh, but yeah, I, I have the Saints, the, the Packers finishing one, and then, uh, Saints two, and Seattle three. All right, Dale. Do you think that Green Bay holds on to that uh, one seed still? Um, you know, when you when you asked the question, my first thought was that I should just knee jerk reaction say Green Bay, but uh, I did go just to look at each of the matchups for this week, and you know, they're all relatively easy. I mean, the Packers have the Bears, the Saints have the Panthers, and the Seahawks have the Forty ers They're all divisional matchups, um, and Oddly enough, all three, the Packers, Saints, and Seahawks, are going on the road. And all three of them, they beat that division uh, rival earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking at that, I think, again, I think all three wrap up with wins. Um, most likely to lose is probably Seattle, but they already have the division clinch. So win or lose, they stay in the same spot. Yeah. So um, I think really all three win the order stays the same and those, and it's uh green Bay, new Orleans, Seattle, one, two, three, heading into the playoffs. All right. So we all think green Bay and you know, what's crazy about that. If green Bay gets that one seed, like I think they will, I think that they have an easy road then to the super bowl. Cause I don't know who could beat them in Lambo. It's hard to play there. Well, and just imagine if they make the super bowl and they playing against, um, Kansas City, State Farm will be losing their mind. Oh, my God. I actually said that the other day. I said, oh, my God, State Farm is going to probably, like, jump all over that. Could you imagine the Super Bowl commercials? Yeah, they they buy, like, 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Married to Football podcast. Don't forget to rate our show, and don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can check us out at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers.